All right, lads, we're back. May have been like three weeks since we last posted, but in our last episode, we both talked about FSA a little bit, praised them a bit. And so we have one of the co-founders of the Freedom Seeker community, Sean Sukari. Welcome to the pod, Sean. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, yes, back with a bang. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Man. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, no, thanks so much you guys for having me out. I'm super excited for this. I think it's going to be good. Yeah. No, I'd just like to speak a bit about how I got introduced to you. At first, it was like last year through, you know, the GOATs, Kevin and Zell, with their podcast, initially the gatekeepers, you know, and from what I heard about you at the time, you spoke about entrepreneurship and just doing it since you was like a young lad. So the mentality you had then was great, but, you know, you tried new things and eventually you found something with the Freedom Seeker community that has benefited all of us especially around as you guys got to meet up in Ireland in July, which was a great feeling. So can you tell us a bit more about yourself and what led to the creation of FSC alongside Julian, another, another G? Yes, yes, 100%. Um, so, okay, it's going to be a little bit of a long story, but I'm going to shorten it down as much as I can. So, yeah, been in the like entrepreneurship game since, I'd say, uh, 14 i started doing social media marketing for local businesses um and had a little bit of success and then like exams and everything happened then i ended up just kind of leaving that to the side um after I finished secondary school i kind of was lost i didn't know exactly what i wanted to do um especially like that was around COVID times and everything so because originally i knew i wanted to i was actually skateboarding at the time and i wanted to go pro in skateboarding um I was supposed to move to Barcelona with my ex-girlfriend at that time and had everything booked. It all got cancelled with COVID. So that's when I was left in like a bit of a, you know, stage where I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. I was looking, like searching for my purpose, I guess you could say. Um, I, had, I had taken a year out before going to university at that stage as well. So I had a lot of free time. Um, and then when my year out ended, the plan was originally, I'll take the year out, I'll get rich, entrepreneur. And then I won't have to go to university. Um, everything didn't work out as planned, obviously. So next year came around. I wanted to keep my parents happy, obviously. So I was like, okay, I'll go to university. Uh, went to university for about a month. And then I was like, what am I doing here? Like, I know this isn't for me. Um, I, you know, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur. Like, I've always been an entrepreneur. I know that I need to get out and do something else. So about a month. A bit over a month, I'd say. I was in university, then I dropped out. At that time, you could say that was probably the worst time of my life, like the worst like position I'd ever been in. So just dropped out of university. Uh, my girlfriend, we'd been together for about five years. She ended up moving to New York, so I ended up breaking up with her. And in that same time, that's when, like I'd always been entrepreneurial, but that's when I really focused on self-improvement, on fitness, on business, on all these different things. and. I guess because of that, I became like misaligned with a lot of my friends in university. And I ended up losing, losing a lot of friends as well. So yeah, I lost my friend, lost my girlfriend's girlfriend. <laughs> um, and yeah, I lost my friends, lost my girlfriend, uh, dropped out of university, which obviously like there was a little bit of turbulence there in terms of like my relationship with my parents and everything. Um, you know, they, they, they obviously were very invested in, you know, me going to 
like getting an education because that is you know the traditional path that everybody takes and um so all of that like hit me at once and i became like quite depressed uh honestly like on the verge of suicide to be honest i'm not sure if i can say that on youtube but um yeah and i knew that if i wanted to like get to the next level get to where i wanted to go that i needed to find a way to surround myself with like other young ambitious like-minded guys because uh, i didn't have that and i you know i tried to meet people in person you know i chat to more people at the gym whatever but i found that like most of the people they just weren't really like you know they'd be interested in fitness but they wouldn't have the same like overall business like self-improvement mindset that i was looking for and then you know after searching for probably like a couple of months you know after after i couldn't find people in person went online i joined different online communities but a lot of them they just weren't that good you know there was no barrier to entry there was like nobody like anybody could get in so you know they'd be filled with like 12 13 year old andrew tate fans or whatever and just not the kind of people that i was looking to connect with but fortunately enough i finally came across you know uh kevin and i ended up in his discord and then through that i i met the other boys and we had all been in similar positions where you know we weren't doing the best but we were trying our best i guess and that led to us you know making a pretty crazy decision to all pretty much quit our jobs at the start of this year you know move to mauritius together like just move out to a tropical island and pursue like our dreams and i guess that whole experience you know having those connections um uh, like just taking that leap of faith it led me to a place now where you know in the best shape i've ever been in like my mental health is pretty much perfect like i've built like amazing connections with guys like all over the world obviously we've had that event and everything which we'll get into later um and yeah like um you know making money online now again after not for a long time and really struggling for a long time and it looks like now i'm pretty much just going to be traveling full time you know like i'm here until december then going back to ireland for 10 days then i'm going snowboarding in austria for a week and then uh probably going maybe to malta for new years and then probably bali for a couple of months or something i don't know exactly what's planned but that was all the point is that was all possible because i took that leap of faith and surrounded myself with those guys at first we built such a close brotherhood so we wanted to create something it was originally julian's idea but Julian was like, we should create something that can help other guys to have those similar experiences, to make those connections, not just online, but like in person as well. And, you know, we've done it now, you know, we have guys in Australia that are literally meeting up amongst themselves, you know, a couple of the guys took a trip to Thailand together. We had obviously the Ireland event, we had guys from Germany, from Denmark, from, you know, a couple of guys from England, uh, all flew out to Ireland, we got a house together for a couple of days, we went surfing, we did workouts together, we just just had a sick time, we were sparring. Um, so yeah, I guess that's kind of this shortened version, even though it was still quite long, of how how this whole thing came about. Yeah, no, I think that's an amazing story. And the, the idea that you've come up with to set up this sort of community that is dedicated towards actually getting stuff done. Because I think, yeah. as you say, there's a lot of communities that are just very, there's a, a big facade. And it's like, oh yeah, we get all this done, we get all that done. Like you hear stories about big communities and stuff like that where they, they don't actually get anything done there's not actually anything happening amongst the group and i think yeah. one of the best things about the fsc so far is that it's brought together so many like-minded people but it's at a level where 
we're just getting started almost. So it feels like something's being built at the same time. It feels like you joining a team that is like coming up from the bottom and it's going to make something of themselves. So it's like you're watching the journey up and you're joining the journey up. And it really feels like everyone's behind each other and supporting each other. And I think that's something that communities like you say with like people like who support Andrew Tate, like not saying anything bad against Andrew Tate, but like these communities and stuff like that where they're not actually serious about it and there's nothing to tether them together either. It's not like they've had a few like-minded people come together and then they're constantly discussing with each other, constantly meeting up and you're having meetups and making connections. You're actually getting, you're getting stuck in and you're actually putting the work in to actually build a community that is like-minded. And I genuinely think that is one of the most important things in this day and age is building a community of like-minded individuals, especially this being the occult pod. We have to talk about things like how the state of the world is going at the minute like that. I think, I think, it's evident to a lot of people in this space, in this sort of like, so it, it typically comes with like the self-improvement spaces that you're very much focused on like the future of the world and where it seems to be heading in terms of like socially, politically. It's very much the fact that if you have a community of people around you, it's the old saying, strength in numbers. And if you've got that community to support you, then it feels like you're going to be a lot safer in those times going forward you know have you got anything to say about that have you got any thoughts on that 100 100 um yeah i think like exactly like you said you know having that brotherhood having like when men come together it's obviously it's very powerful and that is something that we've had in mind since pretty much the creation of this as well you know obviously the name freedom secret community is like our goal our end goal ultimately is to create a community of guys where we can all get together, we can all push each other, we can learn and grow from each other. You know, we can hold each other accountable to our goals so that we stay consistent and actually get to where we want to go to a point where hopefully, depending how things go, we can achieve a level of freedom that won't exist anymore in the future. As in, you know, the way I always picture it is like, ideally, you know, we all put our money together, we get, you know, like land somewhere or ideally like a private island when it gets to that stage where it's like the the way I see it is like everybody outside of us is going to be so plugged into the matrix you know into the metaverse whatever like after experiencing VR yesterday as well I was like damn I understand why like this was sick like so <laughs> I, I understand where it's going and it scared me a lot more but um like you know everybody's going to be plugged into that and we can stay hopefully outside of that you know whether that means we yeah you know what I mean? You can buy towns in Italy and Spain and stuff for affordable enough. Uh, and hopefully we can create a strong community where, you know, as many of the guys that choose to come with us, we can all live together. We can stay, you know, live in the real world. Like, you know, like get some, you know, eat good, eat real food, hopefully not eat the bugs. And um, yeah, and just like that's that's kind of our grand vision, I guess, 10, 20 years from now. That's kind of where we want to be headed is like just yeah just completely outside of all of this hopefully and yeah that's what I'm, that's where we're that's where we're aiming at i guess yeah good stuff and it is quite seamless especially in like the conspiracy world like when you have awakenings you also look to find like-minded people but mm. 
whether it's conspiracies or with self-improvement, it all connects together at the end of the day. Like you try find different groups, you find that some people like to debate a lot about silly things, which is completely unnecessary. And then it takes a while to find, okay, this is the true part or the true group that I want to be with that will make me essentially make it make me better because ultimately that's what you want as a person you want to better yourself and through that you have to join groups that will do that absolutely 100 um and yeah i think i think for the most part like you know there's there's value in knowing what's going on and i think that's why you know podcasts like this and other you know other things they are they're useful um, there, like there's definitely, there's definitely a place for them. I think you guys will agree. There's just, there's obviously people that then get too caught up in this stuff and, you know, waste all of their time, like on the conspiracy types, conspiracy side of things, but never doing anything that will actually help them get towards the freedom that they actually want in their lives. I think that's why, I think that's something that, like you said, you know, we found a good balance there because obviously this is important to us. We want to, you know, we need to know what's going on. So we need to be aware of it, but we need to have a community where the guys are actually taking action, that we're actually building something that we're, you know, working from the ground up, like you said, and we're, you know, actually going to actually going to escape rather than just, you know, sitting on your laptop, watching videos all day, living in fear, because ultimately that is going to, you know, not lead you anywhere good. Yeah, that is so true. I feel like that's something that we're more fixated on in this this latter half of when we started the podcast. So we were a bit more fixated on the conspiracy side of things. And I think now we saw her take it a lot more with a pinch of salt where, it, like literally our last episode, we were talking about how, how you can just get caught up in the conspiracy space. There's so many people yeah. that just go so deep into it to make it everything. They make their entire life about conspiracy, experiencing conspiracy and exploring it. And they go so in depth into it that they kind of just lose themselves, they lose the mind. It's like the rabbit hole just goes deep, and then they forget how to operate in the real world. And I yeah. genuinely think, like like we've said many times on this podcast so far, it's almost. I think that's part of what they want. Like they want to push these conspiracies into like the popular culture, to make people scared and to make people fearful. And so they're constantly watching the back and they're like, oh my God, I can't do this. I can't do this. What if what if the world isn't real? What? And then they begin to dissociate. And I, th I think every person who's been on the conspiracy rabbit hole or down the conspiracy rabbit hole can vouch for the fact that it is definitely a very slippery slope. And at times you do feel like you're disassociating from reality if you don't check yourself. So yeah, I think it's good to have, in terms of like a community, it's good to have a balance of people that are like-minded, but at the same time, yeah, you're getting the action done. And it's more about the real world side of things. It's more a logical side of things. Like you're thinking with your prefrontal cortex, you're thinking, how can we actually plan for this? And what, what are the strategies and routes that we need to look at to actually ensure that we can create a safe space for people in the future that are like-minded? Because I, I think part of it is that they don't want you to think that there is hope at the end of the day and that there's anything you can do but as as we've seen throughout history things like this happen all the time and you know yeah there's always like-minded people that will get out of these situations because then community is the number one thing it's always always about creating a counterculture it's always about going against the norm and the grain 
And like you said, yeah, when you've got a, a like-minded group of people that can say pull money together and buy, say like a house in Mauritius or Spain or Italy or whatever, it, it makes life that much better as well. And yeah, it's harder yeah. to go at it's harder to go at a big group of people than it is like you if you're on your own. And yeah, if 100%. you're a bit like schizophrenic about everything, you're like very fearful, then you're even easier to take down because you know, like scientifically, biologically, your your testosterone's probably gonna be flat on the floor because you're worrying all the time, you've got your spiky cortisol so much. And yeah, you just can't control yourself. You essentially become quite like feminine and detached from everything. That is the number one thing that they fear is like strong men, like strong men together is the scariest thing, is the biggest threat to them. And I feel like that's why they're going at men so much in popular media today is because yeah. of the fact that, yeah, those are the people that are going to stand up. No offence to women. We need women 100%. And behind every strong man, there is a good woman. And that is 100% true. But at the minute, they want to disconnect both of us. They want to make us the enemy. While at the same time, bringing down men and propping up women. But yeah. the role, it's role reversal, essentially. It's role reversal, essentially. It's just messing with the, the dynamics of human nature. I don't know if you've got anything to say for that. Yeah. I don't know if I went on on a bit too much of a rant there, so I might get might get cancelled or something. But <laughs> a little cancelling is not too bad. Um, no. We're just moving on to rumble. Uh, but uh, no, I think 100%. I think also even the fact that you had to clarify and say no offense to women is a like perfect representation of what's going on exactly because at the end of the day, like they want that gender war there as well. You know, they like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's like, you have to be so careful now because everybody is so tied up in men versus women, you know, yeah, blah, blah. And it's just like, yeah, just, you know, us fighting amongst ourselves. You know what I mean? It's like the classic thing of just, if we're fighting amongst ourselves and we won't look up and see what's actually going on. And yeah, I think that's a big thing in terms of, you know, overall, just like, being so obsessed and like down that conspiracy rabbit hole i've definitely been there been there as well myself um uh, but yeah it's nice to to be in a place now where um feel a lot more grounded in reality spending a lot more time you know off of technology as much as i can uh, obviously outside of work but um and yeah, just, you know, being in the real world, living with the boys now, you know, waking up in the morning, eating steak for breakfast, going to the beach, getting sunlight, and just, you know, like reading on the beach yesterday was just, you know what I mean? Just having those real in-person connections or, you know, if we go like jump off a waterfall with the boys or whatever, and it's just like real life, you know, connection and stuff. I think that that is so powerful and being able to experience that has been so valuable. And I think again, going back to what you were saying about, you know, the way like masculinity is attacked so much in the media, I think um, we probably all have experienced that, you know, especially growing up, I feel like I grew up quite feminized and quite weak, for lack of a better word. I thankfully, I guess, caught onto it quite early. Uh, you know, like I stumbled across like, dating coaches and stuff at a young age when i was like 10 11 12 and they were talking about like <laughs> masculinity and stuff 
and I was I didn't care about like masculinity wars or whatever but I cared about women <laughs> so um yeah like at, at that time I was lucky to to catch on and obviously I've been fighting my whole life and stuff as well so I think that plays plays into it a little bit but ultimately the fact that that we were that masculinity was so attacked you know and I was so overly feminized like I think led me to search for that in the end so I'm grateful for it because it led me to exactly where we are right now and I wouldn't change a thing like life is life is good I love my life <laughs> <laughs> we're always watching Rolo Tomasi when he was 10 years old <laughs> yeah <laughs> the OG, OG red folk well, exactly, that, that's yeah. the thing. That, that's the thing, though. I was saying this to my mate the other day. It's like everything that we do, genuinely, yeah. as men, is for women. You know, like we need yeah. each other. Like men and women just complement each other so much. And like you say, at the minute, all they want us to do is just fight amongst each other. They don't want us to look exactly. up and be like, no, those are the real enemies. And this this goes for every single thing. It goes for race. It goes for gender. You know, it's yeah. just they just everything, constantly yeah. want us fighting. But but yeah, um, yeah. Very funny times that we're living in. Definitely, yeah, it's mad. Yeah, I mean, it's it's completely crazy, but what can you do about it? Like, I think when you find a community, you kind of just ignore all that stuff because it, it, it effectively is a distraction. And there's no point wasting time arguing about society issues when you just focus on your day and then showing that you have a better day than it was yesterday. Yeah, hundred percent. I think that is that. Like that, like you said, that's all you can do is like focus on you and where you're headed. Ultimately, there's a lot of things going on that we have no control over, and I think you know all we can control is ourselves at the end of the day. And if we focus on that and you know becoming our best versions and doing what we can together to ensure that we have the best chance at you know maintaining our freedoms then i think yeah that's that's what's going to yield the best results so i don't know why you like there's no point doing anything else you know what i mean yeah 100 100 where where would you see the fsc going in the future like what's your vision for them saying five ten years if you have mm. that established already yeah yeah i guess um the there's so there's like there's things that we need to really think over because i think you know obviously it would be great to sell a lot of people in make a lot of money have a huge group but at the same time i like the fact that it's close you know it's it's like a tight-knit brotherhood right now it's not like if there was like a thousand people in there and just spammed with messages every day like you wouldn't really connect with people the same way you do now so at the end of the day it's about trying to find trying to find a balance you know because at the same time like okay my thing is every new member that joins should make the group better for everybody as a whole if it gets to a point where a new member joining makes the group worse then i wouldn't allow anybody else in but i think there's ways we can manage that and i have some ideas for the future going forward um because it would also be nice to you know, have a huge group, let's say, yeah, let's say it's 500, 2000 people, whatever. And it's like anywhere you're traveling, you know what I mean? You, you have somebody that you can connect with, which like, there's already quite a, like quite a, quite a span where it's like, you know, 
if I if I go to Germany, if I go to Denmark, if I go to Sweden, if I go to Portugal, if I go to wherever, you know, there's people there um, that like would be more than happy to meet up. And I think that like having that is sick, you know, being able to meet up with like-minded guys, you know, you're on holidays for a week in Sweden and it's like, oh, like I want to hit gym. Let me hit up the boy. You know what I mean? And like have a, have a, have a session with one of the boys or whatever. Uh, I think have, like being able to experience that is sick. And I think having that huge like international network, you know, there's so much value that you can get from people, especially when we're all doing different things. You know, it's not like, like there's a lot of groups out there that it's just like, you know, a trading group or a, um, I don't know, like a group for people that do appointment setting or whatever, just different like things in the online business space. But I think then there's only like amongst the whole group, it's like there's only one skill. And like when we reach a point where we have, let's say 500 members or whatever, there's going to be such a diverse skill set within the group that, you know what I mean? Like if you if you're interested in learning more about crypto or about SMMA or about whatever, um, even not like business related, if about calisthenics, about anything, you know what I mean? There's going to be a guy in there that has the knowledge and that is probably killing it already that you could kind of shortcut that process and, you know, just connect with them, you know, obviously provide value to them as well, but all ultimately, you know, learn and support, learn so much more and support each other. And then that having that is what's going to be. I guess the catalyst to get us to the point where we want to go, where we we're all absolutely crushing it, you know, all together have that strong brotherhood that ultimately pulls us up to a level that we can afford to, you know, get a private island together, get it or get a town or whatever it is, and all or at least a big group of us, you know, move out together, you know, live in in like a nice community where you know we are free from all of the craziness that's going on and we can you know like i said live somewhere nice get some you know eat good eat clean you know all maybe like even cook together or whatever you know like have like you know like live off the land a little bit you know have our own animals have real food um and yeah all that kind of stuff i guess just kind of that's that's where that's where it's headed in my mind at least great stuff and I like how you guys on instagram you're pushing the whole community side in terms of like people's friendship groups i think that's what i've seen most yeah. heavily and it's 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 very important you know for people because you know your friendship group is you know the most important you know the saying if you hang around with five losers you're most likely going to be a loser but if you hang around with five people that are on their mission looking to better themselves and you're going to level up your character so i think that that is extremely important because you know you 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 defined on who you are around with who you're influenced with by who you listen to and all these major factors that contribute to your character development so honing in on the friendship group is a great way to for people to analyze themselves and realize okay is this friendship group good for me? If not, then I need to level up my circle. hundred oh, percent. And like the thing with that is like, I've been in the, I've, I've experienced that. And I think a lot of people are in a situation where they know they're hanging around with people that don't serve them, you know? Um, 
not to say anything negative towards their friends. You know, obviously you wouldn't be friends with people if they weren't great people. You know, they're obviously they're nice people, whatever. But you know they're not pushing you towards your goals. Then you know they're not holding you accountable. You know they're not on the same mission. You know that you guys are misaligned, but you'd rather spend time with them than spend time by yourself because like you know what I mean? Like you obviously don't want to be alone. And I think I think that's important as well. Like I don't think men should be alone. You know, we need community, we need connection. But it's so much more powerful and so much more potent when you have those like-minded people around you in person and being able being able to to find those people because like as much as we think we tend to think that there's nobody or there's nobody around me that has the same mindset there's nobody around but a lot of it is you know guys that have beliefs that are you know opposite to what the mainstream wants you to believe oftentimes we stay quiet we don't talk about those things so how is anybody else going to know that you have those beliefs and maybe there's another guy that you've been speaking to but you've never actually brought things up you filter your thoughts and you just speak you know what i mean they, like you, you don't necessarily speak what they tell like what they want you to but you just kind of avoid the conversation and and he's probably doing the same thing and then you guys might have had a conversation yeah. you never even knew that you actually have such similar beliefs and you know you never put yourself out there that's why like things like this you know like for me it was in, in person i would definitely filter myself a lot more than i do now but even still i tend to because you know you can't have these conversations with normal people um but i think like just putting yourself out there for like for me it was on youtube at first you know and then people you know i promote, I promote my youtube videos and people would see that and people would reach out to me and be like oh like what you're doing is so cool like i'm really interested in this whatever and i've had it and like you know i thought for ages there was nobody in my town that was similar to me in terms of beliefs in terms of ambitions all these things and now i you know there's like five or six guys in fsc that are literally like from my town that i just didn't even know another one just reached out to me yesterday that's probably going to join like i have a call with him on wednesday we'll see how it goes but um yeah and it's like like there's actually so many of us out there but it's just we we make ourselves difficult to find um and that's on us as individuals and you know and everybody you know it's it's tricky to find those people because we we tend to stay quiet yeah it's like everyone's walking on eggshells i mean i i can say that i've done the exact same thing i think i did it yesterday you do yeah. it when when people have a conversation about something and you know you're outnumbered it's just like a natural defense mechanism that your body's course, just like yeah. no don't speak don't say anything and i think that yeah. it's very very psychological it's very like evolutionary that yeah it's like sure. we'd be getting kicked out of the tribe essentially if we disagreed with anything that they thought of so exactly. it's almost like it's like we're playing 4d chess against the people who are like planting all these ideas into people but essentially people just become mouthpieces for yeah the people above and they almost parrot the narrative that they spout constantly and it's it's almost like they've been programmed to get really defensive and like attack you when you don't actually like agree with them so it's really strange it's very strange it's almost like a mind yeah. virus in a sense but yeah. I, I i genuinely think that everyone should just be neutral i'm like neutral about everything like i can see both sides of the argument i don't think you should be as emotionally invested into things as you should like i was definitely emotionally invested into things back in the day that like if someone tried to disagree with me now i'll be like well that's your point of view i'm not going to 
like and hating yeah, exactly. on it or you know, there's no point in hating people because it's just going to cause yeah. more disparaging but yeah i think something like the fsc is almost a safe haven and yeah. the bigger it gets i feel like the more people want to be wanting to join and they're coming out from underneath the the rocks that they've been hiding under and the because people are scared like to actually say something exactly. like, fear them. Yeah. and it, it's a nice little safe spot where they can be like oh i know i can speak to them guys and then i won't feel as bad it's almost like a community that's on your wavelength and exactly yeah like you say i think more people are, are, are striking up the confidence to actually like speak about it and like come to you and, which, which is a great thing which is a great thing and i think i think that is something that's necessary just is like a human need it's like a human necessity that you need people around you that not not necessarily like an echo chamber but people that yeah. are on the same wavelength and have the same mission because if you were in an echo chamber then it's more like a a circle jerk where everyone's just like oh yeah you're you're so right oh you're so right you're so right and then yeah. you don't get anything done because you're not being challenged your beliefs aren't being challenged or anything like that you're not being challenged mentally to like push yourself because you just feel comfortable you just get satiated exactly, yeah yeah like it's good it's good to have a, a group of people that are in a network and they all have different qualities that they can bring to the table as well you know like everyone has has a different skill or a different talent like encombe's like more into coding and stuff like that and i'm more into the acting side of things you know and like you're trying like you're a kickboxer and then you, you're an entrepreneur and there's just a, a huge wide variety of, of different skills that can be brought to the table and can be learned if you wanted to learn them um so. but yeah i guess we could talk about like say the island trip if yeah, you want 100%. just just before before there's one more thing i wanted to say on that is on, like about about us you know not speaking out and everything um i think Something that I've learned recently, well, not all, like I've always known it, I think everybody knows it, but it's like, even in, t in terms of dating as well, um, you know, like, that, that, I think that's where most guys, especially, will be more likely to hold back their beliefs and hold back their, you know what I mean? Like, not speak their mind the way they should. But I think, ultimately, if you're dating, seriously, you know, if you don't, if you don't want to have casual sex and you want to actually you know have a serious relationship that ultimately leads to marriage or whatever then you need to be fully authentic and I think like only recently was like one of the first times where I've experienced that where it's like you know we were hanging out with girls as a group whatever and who obviously it was all the boys together so they were probably like they probably would have been outnumbered but we spoke our mind whatever and they actually agreed and it turns out like they were like super based girls like um all unvaxxed like just absolute g's um from like a great family um and it's like it's so nice to see that and it's like that's you know what i mean Th those people are out there if you are open enough to speak your mind and i think they'll respect that confidence as well and that ultimately leads to, to a situation where you're going to have a relationship that is much more fulfilling and you know it's it's yeah it's so valuable it's just like in dating you want to be fully authentic that means that there's probably going to be a larger percentage of girls that aren't as attracted to you because of your beliefs but it means the ones that are are way more compatible and it's like you know you're filtering you're naturally filtering out the people that aren't aren't the right fit for you yeah that's so true that's so true yeah, yeah. that's big facts
<laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess we can move on to the Ireland event then, if, the, if that's if that's next for sure. I've got I've got one more little point to add on to that. Yeah, it's it's interesting because I've recently got into sales, and mm. I don't know if this is like a. It might be because it's on a similar wavelength to the fact that you're not necessarily in a nine to five job, and you're not yeah. like tied into corporate constraints of working a nine to five. You know, getting a salary every year, coming home, doing the same routine over and over again. Like I'm very much traveling with my job and like seeing random people, speaking to the public and stuff. And you, you basically live on your own terms, essentially. But it seems like a lot of people that I've met in that space have been on the same wavelength as us, which is quite interesting. Yeah. And oftentimes it's quite surprising. Yeah. Like there was there was this old woman, um, she's like an older woman that. I work with and me and my mate obviously are on like the same wavelength and like at first no offense to us she's lovely now but she was very weird she was very strange and then yeah. after that like one shift she made a comment and then we got talking about like the whole situation and stuff like that and it turned out she was very based and i, I was just like kind of shocked by it you know it just like takes you back yeah, it's, it's just yeah, it's just it's fascinating. But yeah, yeah, sorry, that was a bit of a yeah sidetrack. No, yeah, no, it makes sense. Like I think every, like every time every time you see somebody that has like similar beliefs, it's like shocked, like oh, like you think like me too, like yeah, it's, it's weird, like yeah, but it's it's nice. Yeah, a bit giddy, don't you? You're like ooh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's funny. But yeah, I guess we can move on to like the island trip if you want now. Hundred percent. Yeah, let's, let's get it, man. Um, yeah, do you so, guys have yeah. yeah, for the island trip, I'd say personally because I went, it was like one of the best experiences I've had in a long time. I almost didn't go, but then I decided last minute to go. And yeah. what, what do you think the benefit of something like that is to young men or just like people in general? Hmm. It's it's hard to put it into words, but I think like there's, there's an experience that I'll touch on this in a sec, but there's an experience that really like encapsulated it for me when we were at the gym. But I think it's just, you know, about having like just having those people around you, being able to openly have those conversations like we were just talking about, you know, for like it does so much for us in terms of you know, like maybe maybe you don't necessarily have those people around you just yet in your town, but you can come out to an event. You can meet loads of people like that. And it gives you hope that, you know, there's people out there, you know, you make amazing connections, you build friendships where you can, you know, stay in touch with the guys and you can like meet up again outside of that. Um, there is like, it's like for your mental health, just knowing that it reinforces the fact as well that like you're not crazy and there is people out there, you know, that, that that have that have similar beliefs and it's rare to be in a place where you can do that then also you know having like having the boys around you for accountability you know like we we did so much and you know it was even though if everything was like super enjoyable it felt really good it was super productive you know we went to the gym like every day we went surfing you know we were sparring and i think all these different things like all these different experiences are super valuable especially like when you're with the boys you know like you said like surfing 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 along surfing along wave and like high-fiving the boys or whatever and just having that experience together i think 
it's just yeah it, it's honestly life-changing and that's kind of why we started it like the experience for me it's really hard to put into words but when we were at the gym you know like milo and olin came down from cork uh they got the train down for that for that one gym session we were doing calisthenics uh and you know we were doing like calisthenics challenges like like seeing who could do the most dips seeing who could do the most pull-ups whatever uh and we did like the push-ups on that day and i could just see like in everybody's like face you could just see that everybody was like just enjoying it so much just having that connection you could tell that it was something that is rare that we don't get to experience like as much as we should and i think it feels like it feels natural it feels right but it's just it's so hard to find in the like in the modern day and i think that's why that's why I'm so happy with, you know, like what we've been doing. And I like we have a lot more to go, a lot more value to add into the community over the next couple of months. But I think even like just the fact that we've only started this thing, like, well, let's say about six months ago, give or take a little bit. And the fact that we've already, you know, like after like probably three or four months of running the community, we actually had guys that were committed enough to fly out and come see us and, you know, go to the event. And, you know, we were able to have what there was probably like nine or ten guys at least they're you know lined up doing push-ups um and yeah just that experience of like actually getting those connections like in person is you know it's what like i said from the start is what completely changed my life um it's what's saved my life if i'm being honest so being able to give that back to people and being able to see other people experience that like it just it means the world to me like it's 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 amazing i can't even describe it but yeah, and there were a lot of panel chocolates con- consumed on that trip as well. Absolutely, absolutely. And it, so if, if, <laughs> if anyone likes <laughs> panel chocolates, you know where to come. Yes, sir. <laughs> go, go to yeah. John's house. Yeah, yeah. yeah, really, really good, the panel chocolate. <laughs> mm. So good, man, so good. Like, uh, uh, like I bought some croissants, and I know Ron was like to me, you know, these aren't panel chocolates, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, bro, unrelated, but if you guys have to come out here sometime because there's a place, it's like five minutes from here. It is genuinely no joke, the best pound of chocolate in the whole world ever created. It is fantastic. Like it's not like the massive. Yeah. They're so yeah, good, they man. They do look fire. They do look fire. Yeah. Fire. You should just just send us some over happily, like yeah. pa- happily pay the shipping costs. There might be a bit stale by the time they get to England, but you know, <laughs> no, it's worth it. they're mad. Put it back in the oven, it'll be fine. Yeah, for real. No, so yeah, as well, we we're talking about before the podcast started that um, mm. while we were out in in Ireland, we actually met someone at the gym who is now a part of FSC. So, like, that's something that you wouldn't that wouldn't typically happen on a day-to-day basis, you know, that someone just goes to the gym. I think we were chilling in the sauna and then like the founder community, because I, I think that is a great way to network as well is having these events because we essentially like yeah. took, took over the gym and then people take notice. Like you can have all the online marketing and digital like display of the community, but I don't think people fully get a grasp of what it is until yeah, exactly. they actually like see it in person and as well like you don't know the people as well if they're just coming like obviously you're having the sales calls and you're essentially vetting people before they come in but at the same time you don't get to meet someone like on a personal level 
and exactly. actually know what they like and what they can bring to the table. Yeah, hundred percent. I think like, like if you're like, if you picture this, like, you know, there's 10, 12 guys, whatever, walking into a gym, all jacked, wearing the, oh, said, wearing the FSC merch. Um, like you're going to know it. Like the, like the guy asked me straight away, the guy behind the desk, he's like, Oh, like, what is this? Like, what, 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 do, what are you guys doing? Uh, I just explained him like, Oh, you know, we run this network of like young, ambitious guys, whatever. Um, and a couple of the guys are out from different countries just for a couple of days. Uh, so yeah. And then we walk into the gym, like, again, all of us, like we're, we're in the merch, uh, uh, we just take over, you know, Clement screaming up, down, all <laughs> doing push-ups. Um, like you're going to take notice. And if you're, you know, if you're like, we've been like kind of speaking about this whole time, if you're, you know, similar to us in your mindset, in your beliefs, whatever, you know, if you're interested in self-improvement and you see like a huge group of guys that are on self-improvement that are all there together, obviously it's clearly an event of some sort you're going to be intrigued. You're going to be like, what is this? Like, this is, you know what I mean? And it's like, it's, especially if it's in your town or whatever, you're like, I didn't think there was anybody, you know, like this around. And you see a big group of guys, you're like, wait, what? And you go chat to them. And it's like, of course you, you know what I mean? And it's like, I was so, I'm so grateful that we got to, got to experience that and got to, you know, like we said, we met one of the boys there and we were talking to him in the sauna, explaining everything to him. Um, after that, him and I went and met up with one of the other members um, in Dublin. And, you know, on the train ride to Dublin, him and I took the train together. Like, he was just telling me, like, just, like, how grateful he is and how he never thought he'd be able to, you know, make connections with guys like this, how he's had a rough past, whatever. And just seeing seeing the fact that, you know, because we had that event and because we were there at the same time that he happened to be there and he was able to get access and join us. Obviously, he's a cool guy as well. Like, the fact that we were able to you know give him access to like that brotherhood that wasn't previously available to him or that he didn't know how how he could get it was like it's just it's it's just really nice to be able to do that you know what i mean and then like yeah and he and like since then you know he's he's explained to me that like you know he loves it so much that he's gotten so much value out of the group he's learned so much you know like even just on the on the health side of things obviously you know taking that testosterone course with you guys. Um, he's, um, you know, like all like bought different supplements and stuff that were recommended to him. He's, you know, been way more consistent in the gym, all that kind of stuff since joining. And it's like, yeah, just all like all of that. It just seeing guys absolutely killing it after joining. It just, it, it makes me so happy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause I feel like, you know, on, if online, if you're surrounded by guys with the same mentalities, I feel like it's impossible to not succeed. It's impossible to not be productive with your day. Like, like every day, you know exactly what you have to do. So you, you effectively just attack the day and be as, as productive as you can be. I feel like it's impossible to fall out of line in a sense, because otherwise people will tell you off for it, which is exactly what you need as a man. Mm. Yeah, exactly, 100%. And I think that's why, like, you know, we've introduced, you know, like we got on calls with all you guys again, like one-to-one -one after after we hadn't been, like done one-to-one -one calls for a while because we wanted to introduce, like, to, I guess, help everybody to, like, define clarity. So like you said, you know, they know exactly what they should be doing. Speaking of that, how many jobs did you apply for this week, Will? <laughs> it's only Monday. Oh, last week. <clears throat> last week. To be fair, 
not to use it as an excuse. I only applied for like yeah. five last week. But okay. it's because at the minute, like I've got an audition next week. So, and if I get that job, it's a job that'll last from like mid-November till the till the new year. So it's kind of like I'm putting other jobs fair. on the back burner at the minute. Fair, but fair. If if I don't get the job, fingers crossed yeah. I do. But if I don't, <clears throat> I will start applying for more jobs. I promise. Definitely, for, <clears throat> for sure. Um, but yeah, like like that's that's a perfect example. Is like you know like when we get it, like when we get it. Get, have a new member join now we get we get on a call with them and try to figure out exactly what their goals are and create create clarity around like what they need to be doing um so they know exactly what they need to be doing and then like pair them up with obviously there's the whole like get them in get them introduced to the group get it you know so everybody kind of can get to know each other that way but also pair them up with a, like a one-to-one -one accountability partner so you know you guys can like work together and hold each other accountable it just it's a little bit more effective i found so you know if you think about like you know exactly what you need to do let's say, let's take the exact thing acting example so you know exactly what you need to do to get to where you want to go you need to apply for like 15 jobs a week is the goal that you set for yourself you know that you need to do it and you have accountability to actually do it so you're going to be way more likely to actually do it so if you if you know exactly what you need to do and you do it then there's no reason theoretically why you shouldn't succeed you know what i mean yeah exactly you, you, yeah you definitely need that support behind you because if you're just doing it on your own and you've got no one to like hold you accountable you've got no one to fall back on if, if and if you're struggling as well even if like you're struggling at least you've got someone to go to <clears throat> to be like look i'm having this problem what can we do like, like, like let's sit down and think about it logically and what's the best plan of attack to actually make sure that this situation gets handled as smoothly as possible. And I think as well, when people are like invested into a community, <clears throat> like you can have accountability partners sometimes where it's like, you'll find them on Reddit or something like that. Like yeah. I know I've, I have in the past, people go on like Reddit and stuff like that. And they'll be like, oh, is anyone looking for an accountability partner for X, Y, Z, yeah. whatever it be. But at the same time, you're not really like, you don't have that foundational ground of, of being in like a community as well. So. There's like two layers of accountability, essentially. There's the accountability between two people, like the one-on-one -on -one accountability, and then you've got the, the accountability of like the actual whole community. And if you're not pulling your weight, then, you know, you're kind of slacking. And it, exactly. it, it, all fall, it all falls back on you as well at the same time. Like it, it makes you feel bad because you're like, well, I'm not, I'm not doing what I should be doing for myself either. You know, like if I'm, if I'm not actually like pursuing my goals consciously, then what's even the point, you know? Exactly, yeah. And I think that's why it's so important to have like uh, monetary investment as well. That like originally, you know, obviously, like we love doing this. Like I would do this regardless if I, if I was making money from it or not. And originally, like you know, it's something that like the concept sounds great. If we could do it for free, I would have loved to because you know, like just to be able to help guys connect and everything. But even like when the investment was really small. People didn't really take it seriously. And now that's why like we've continuously found ourselves having to up the price just to make sure that like people actually because when people make an investment, they're way more serious. The group works so much better. And I've heard people say, I've heard people say that so much, you know, selling courses or whatever. And I'm like, nah, he's just like he's lying. He just wants to sell his course. But actually, 
experiencing it, I'm like, okay, no, I finally understand it now. Cause I'd, I'd never trusted that. I was like, uh, like, I don't, I don't believe that at all, but it makes sense. Like when you do make an investment, you're going to be more invested and you're going to actually, you know, get a lot more out of it. Yeah. And the same, and the same goes for you as well. Like if you're charging people a lot of money to be a part of something, it's not, it's not like a hundred million a, a month. By the way. It's not that, it's not that expensive. It's very affordable, but like, if you're charging people more money, you're going to be more invested in it as well. And you're going to feel like, well, I'm charging people this amount of money. I need to actually put the work in to feel satisfied that I'm providing them with a service that is equivalent exactly. to what yeah. they're paying me, you know? 100%, yeah. Like, even, like, Julian and I were having a conversation yesterday and he was like, we need to think about it through the lens of, like, you know, obviously, like, regardless of what the price is, we need to think, like, if every member was paying us a million euro for for this what would we do and that's the level yeah. of value that we want to provide even though it's not going to be a million euro obviously but that's <laughs> thinking um and yeah i think i think if we can if we can get to that level of just like providing way more value than we charge which is like i feel like we already do but we're going to take it like we have, we have a lot more in mind to hopefully take it further and you know absolutely yeah just kill it like <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Because like, if you're a client, you know, if you invest into yourself, you're kind of forced to work, put in the work because otherwise you've wasted your money. You know, it just, it yeah. just makes sense both financially yeah. and, and, and physically and mentally. But another thing I like about the community is, you know, the wins that we share together because it just gives you that added motivation. If you see the boys winning, see the boys doing well in life, then it's like, okay, I want, I, I need to put up a win. I need to keep leveling up my character even more. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Yeah, that was that was Julian's idea, but I, I think it's so sick and it's so nice just to like just to see it as a like, like you said, because it, it's super motivating. Um, and it's like, oh man, like you know, he just got his TikTok monetized, or he just did this, he just did that, whatever. And then it's like, um, yeah, that motivates you to be like, oh, let me get after it as well. But also just because like I genuinely care about these people, so just to see them doing well, like it even that in and of itself just make you know what i mean it's just like wow like that's so nice kind of thing so a bit of both big facts big facts i i think we've we've talked everything we we could have talked about i don't know about you and gone bit are you satisfied i'm very satisfied with this discussion that we've had it's been very good and hope for the audience that are a lot watching or uh, listening on other podcast players that it's been very valuable for you guys to hear what it's like and to be part of a community of like-minded people and if you don't have that now look to search for it because it could you know change your your, your situation yeah and i guess you could just plug all your stuff if you want sean where can people find the fsc what do they need to, do to contact you Best thing to do is to um, go to Instagram at Freedom Seeker Community. Uh, everything is there. There's a link in bio. Uh, it's currently closed in terms of applications. But if you're from the Occult Podcast, just message us Occult Pod, and then you guys you guys can still have access because application. We're not taking new applications at the moment. We have a lot to get through, but we'll get to you guys first if you're from the Occult Pod because if you are, then if you follow these guys, then you're probably a G. Love it. And we will collect our five hundred thousand pound commission for every sale we get as well. So 
exactly. <laughs> uh, awesome. No, thanks so much, guys, for having me on. It's been absolutely sick. Um, great conversation. I loved it, man. Yeah. Thanks again, Sean, for having us on. And thanks for, again for your contribution, Rowan. And look, guys, this is the end for this week. And we'll see you guys next time. Peace. Peace. <laughs> this is the 45th President of the United States, Donald J. Trump, saying thank you so much, okay, for tuning in for this episode of the Occult Pod. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to like and subscribe if you're watching on YouTube, and also comment because it helps the algorithm. Also, if you want to follow us on social media, go to at the occult pod underscore 13. That is for Instagram and Twitter. And have a great rest of your day, okay? Thank you so much.